You are now listening to the Forest Blog Podcast, brought to you by Forest Salon Software, the leading appointment and CRM software company according to Forbes. Valerie Delforge. Top 10 rules for creating an efficient salon staff rater. Creating a salon staff rotor can be a difficult task. Not only do you have to consider your customers' needs, but you also need to ensure your staff are satisfied with their work-life balance. The latter, especially since it's become a strong motivational element for team members. Valerie explains, I have met with clients who have been losing money due to a lack of staff at certain hours, or some who had simply not revisited the rotor for it had always been that way. To get it right, it usually comes back to what I call your well-being blueprint, which focuses on finding the right balance between both making the staff and business happy. There's no one solution fits all to creating a salon staff rotor. Again, rotor creation can be a complete headache. The bad news is, there is no one rotor template that works for every business. There are far too many factors to consider for this to be possible. The good news, though, is that there are guidelines that can help you make sense of it all. Rule number one, know your costs. Knowing how much it costs you per hour to run your business is your starting point, the most important piece of information. A simple way of calculating this is to take your total cost for the year, divide it by 52 weeks in the year, and then divide it again by the number of hours you're opened in a week. The goal of this exercise is to understand at what point your costs are being covered versus your hourly revenue. It'll force you to focus on having more staff when it matters. Rule number two. Know your room chair occupancy. Next, you need to understand your salon's demand. Get the numbers down. It'll help you understand what days and times are usually the busiest for your salon. Room or chair occupation per day. Room or chair occupation per hour. I know when these times are, you might be thinking. Trust black on white evidence. Your gut instinct, more often than not, will be right. But having a figure to back up your assumptions is the only way to make your business more efficient and profitable. Valerie explains with an example. One of my clients had three beauty rooms on the top floor of her salon. Each of those rooms were around the 20% occupancy mark. Not exactly a profitable situation. The treatments instead needed to come down to the ground floor while she got reviewed the top floor room's occupation. She could rent the space, introduce yoga sessions, etc. Rule number three. Look into your staff occupancy. This salon figure is your benchmark you look at to know whether you should recruit or not. Any occupancy over the 85% mark means you need to be putting your hiring hat on. In the case where only one or only a few of your staff aren't at the same high occupancy percentage as the others, you're going to need to analyse their performance. It could be down to that, but it can also be that they are not on an efficient staff rotor. Rule number four. Analyse your day's occupancy. This is the most important aspect of your salon staff rotor. Combined with the two previous rules, room chair occupancy and staff occupancy, looking into your demand on a day-to-day -day basis will indicate to you whether your rotor is functioning efficiently. Rule number five, cater for your hourly customer demands. It's one thing to have the right number of staff in on the right days, but are they scheduled for the right hours? Having too many employees in for an early shift can be detrimental to your business when you have customers who want evening appointments. Also, check the lunch breaks. In hair, they tend to be more fluid, but in beauty, breaks tend to be set. And, quick tip, if you want to optimise your capacity on busy days, 
you could have what we call a floater, a therapist on a self-employed contract who covers lunch breaks so that the rooms are always fully occupied. Rule number six, check in with your staff. What does their ideal schedule look like? Honestly, ask them, if you had a magic wand, what would your ideal rotor look like? You'd be surprised how you won't always get Monday to Friday and nine to five for answers. You might not be able to cater for all of their answers, but knowing what would make them happy can at least allow you to take them into consideration when creating the rotor. Rule number seven, getting the part-time versus full-time balance right. While Valerie has met business owners with part-time staff only, she's still unsure of it being the best solution for salons. Instead, she believes that a balance between part-time and full-time staff has more advantages. Full-time staff members can be more committed, and when you have a core team of full-timers, you can then have part-time employees fill in the gaps in your diary. Rule number eight, analyze Sunday business. There would have been a time when I thought we would had, without a doubt, to be open on Sundays. Funnily enough, I used to love working on Sundays. Customers and the team were more relaxed, and so we always had good vibes. However, Sunday trading is a discussion in itself, Valerie explains. Some of my clients are closed on Sundays and Mondays. With their core team working Tuesdays to Saturdays, the HR costs are reduced. Facing a no-one-wants-to-work-on-Sundays problem, I have clients who pay their staff 1.5 times their hourly wages on the Sunday. I have had clients refuse to open on Sundays for both their sanity and their staff's well-being. I have some clients who are profitable enough that they choose to close on Sundays. If you can afford to close on Sundays, then good for you. However, if this isn't the case for your salon or spa, consider trialing Sunday trading. It may very well be popular with your clients. All in all, as long as you analyse your business and figures, you will find what works best for you. The data you'll have dug up for all previous points will indicate the rational position to take on the question. Be aware, however, that in a big town, it'll be more difficult to close on Sundays. In such case, you might want to make this reality part of your business growth. Depending on the strategy you're looking to implement, which you should review every year, you could consider opening longer hours on Sundays. Note, in the UK, to open longer hours on Sundays isn't an issue as long as you don't own a huge space. It's just a matter of paying the council more money. If you're considering opening from 10am until 6pm, instead of the typical 10am to 4pm, then you'll gain two hours. That's an extra day of trading every month. Extremely beneficial. Rule number nine, your own rotor as the salon owner. As a leader, you should be in charge of your own hours. And if you want to grow the business, you must be able to step away when it's needed. With that in mind, adding your own hours to the staff rotor isn't recommended. Consider yourself an add-on to the figures and business. Rule number 10. Consider the four-day week rotor for full-time staff. I'm a huge fan of the four-day week rotor for full-time employees, says Valerie. Although they're in for longer hours when they're scheduled, it allows them to have three days off, which most of the staff I've worked with tend to prefer. This structure allows you to work out a more efficient rotor allowing you to have the same team in on a day-to-day -day basis and covering the gaps with part-time staff. You've just listened to The Forest Blog's Top 10 Rules for Creating an Efficient Salon Staff Rotor by Valerie Delforge. The key message is that salon staff rotors require a strong understanding of your business figures. And if you review your systems every year, you will have put all the chances on your side to ensure your salon grows with happy staff. If you want to share your thoughts, send us an email at marketing at with staff rotor as the subject line. 
one thing before you go. If you enjoyed this topic, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. And if you're looking for more content like this, check out forest.com resources, where you'll get access to the written version of the Forest blog, as well as our various industry-specific eBooks. The audio version of the Forest blog is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.